You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Hi, this is Paul Lazarus. In the 1980s, I produced and hosted a radio series called Anything Goes, a celebration of the American musical theater. Now the Broadway Podcast Network is bringing back these shows. Today, the conclusion of a three-part look at the career of Broadway composer-lyricist Maury Yeston. Yeston is perhaps best known for his remarkable score for Nine, the musical version of Fellini's famous movie, Eight and a Half. This program was originally broadcast in 1982. Do you write a lot of pop songs? Yeah, I write every day in, in many areas and uh, uh, absolutely so. I, I love the medium of, of song. I think songs are, songs are the hardest things to do because you don't have the resources of an 80-piece orchestra. You have a single melodic line that has to float and a single sentiment that has to be expressed and come to some sort of closure or conclusiveness. Uh, and it has to be in a way familiar and in a way fresh. How did Dangling come to be written? It's not a personal song. I didn't write it for anyone. I think I was toying at the piano one day and I played the opening piano figure and the song just happened. Feeling low, feeling blue 
Dangling, performed by David Lucas with the composer and lyricist at the piano himself. My guest today on Anything Goes, Maury Yeston. A song for John was written, must have been as a response to the murder. That was absolutely a response, that's right. I mean, the news came over the air at 11-something that night that John Lennon had been shot and that he had died. And eight minutes later, I just, I guess, I'm neurotic in that direction. I think it has to do with the reason you write songs. I think I know why I write songs. Um, I think that there are things in life that you just can't change and that you just can't control. But you can go into a little room and construct your own little world which you can possibly shape, change, control, and try to make it perfect. And a song is like that. I think that's why we do crossword puzzles. That's why we make perfect little constructions, why we make model airplanes. It's because it's a small thing that we can put together and we can control and watch it run and make it work the way we want it to work. And uh, I can try to make perfect in song what perhaps I can't make perfect in life. And I simply went to the piano and I wrote the song for John. Uh, the next day I played it for a friend who said, gee, I my friend Richie Havens would love to hear this song, and would you play it for him? John Lennon was very important to Richie Havens. And I met Richie and played him the song, and he said, gee, I'd love to sing it. And, and about a week later, we went into a recording studio, and I played the piano, and he sang it. And at, when we got around to the last section of it, there were a bunch of people in a neighboring uh, office who were having a Christmas party, and we played them what we had, and we simply brought them into the studio, and just ordinary people, typists, secretaries, uh, uh, robber barons, God knows, just came in and sang the end of the song with us. From the valley of our desperation From the depth of our despair Just a music in the air Cannot believe that you are taken Cannot believe that you are gone Because of you the world would never
Oh, oh, oh. 
Richie Havens singing a song for John, written and performed at the piano by my guest today on Anything Goes, Maury Yeston, who won the Tony this year for his score to the award-winning musical Nine. Did you uh, write the uh, Star Wars Christmas album uh, for your son, Jake? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I should say I got a telephone call from the record producer, Miko, who said, I've want to do a record and George Lucas has gotten together with Robert Stigwood and, and you know this is like saying the gods are on Mount Olympus and uh, this was about three years ago but he apparently was having enormous difficulty getting writers to write material for it that would be appropriate and what I think about it and uh, I said yeah I'd be happy to uh, in any case, I went down there and, and uh, realized instantly that what they wanted was a kind of a musical theater of the air. They, they wanted a story and dialogue and sound effects, and it had, to have a, it had to have a setting. And so I thought, well, okay, there they are up there in Star Wars land somewhere with, with the, the Wookiee and C-3PO. And we had Anthony Daniels, who was the actor who plays C-3PO on the album. And all of Santa's little droids are making toys. And, uh, of course, I told this to my son, Jake, who is a Star Wars fanatic. And he said, well, you have to write this. You must write this. And uh, so I went into the studio with the Maury Tabernacle Choir and uh, did a demo. Uh, one of the songs, uh, I thought, uh, addressed a particularly uh, hairy problem, um, <laughs> which was uh, that, uh, you know, what, what can you get the Wookiee uh, for Christmas if he already owns a comb? And uh, when, uh, when it was time to go into production for the record, uh, it was Miko's feeling that he couldn't really find anybody who had quite the quality of a singing robot that I had had on the demo, and so my recording career was born. And I, I am the Star Wars Intergalactic Droid Choir and Chorale. Let me see. We have a scarf for Skywalker, right? Yes. And perfume for the princess? Yes. yes. What about Han Solo? Couldn't we get him? Has had time 
to work on other shows over the course of the last nine years and has started many shows, including one based on the first five books of the Old Testament. One, two, three, four, five was a show that I conceived uh, because I'm intensely curious about uh, the nature of civilization. How did we all decide to live by uh, some semblance of a system of rules? <laughs> uh, and it's about the nature of hope. How is it that there seems to be a, a kind of indomitable human spirit that, that survives adversity, survives tragedy, holocaust, flood, famine, drought, and, uh, and, and we go on. I think uh, these days there's a moral imperative to be optimistic uh, in, in, in the face of everything you read in the newspaper. And I think that, uh, that we are. And so I thought, wouldn't it be interesting to do that story from the moment of getting, uh, that we get thrown out of the Garden of Eden to the moment we're on the banks of the Jordan, at least being able to see if not possibly cross into some promised land, it wouldn't be interesting to see this from the point of view of the ordinary people who weren't the stars, the poor schleppers. So it's really a Rosencrantz and Guildenstern of the Bible. I created a family that lived back there in the Garden of Eden along with you-know-who and what's-her-name. You never see them. We hear about these stars from time to time. But, you know, it's, uh, uh, you know what was it like to have to get through those days uh, you know, if you weren't one of the big stars and you had to get through without God's help? It's tougher. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's what it's about. Who sings the, uh, the song New Words, which we're going to play? New Words is sung by the main male character, who is a young, confused fellow, uh, who, uh, who starts out wild and gradually gets tame. Uh, this is the moment when he's actually uh, gotten married. This is immediately after a song, a song sung by the company when uh, they're living uh, in the vicinity of the family of Abraham, uh, and uh, there's news they hear from the, the neighboring shire that his wife is pregnant at the age of 110. Or, uh, they sing a huge song called When a Baby Gets Born to a Woman of 110. Uh, that's, that's a sign that things are looking up. And uh, sure enough, at, at the same time that they hear that Isaac, whatever his name is, got born, this fellow, the, our, our main character, his son gets born. And it's quite a radical experience for him. He, he looks at the kid and says, wow, this, isn't this amazing? and takes him out, and it's twilight, and the stars are just beginning to twinkle, and the moon comes out, and uh, he sings to his new child. Say, move. 
thousand sparks of light Each one new, each one burning Through the darkness of the night We call them stars My son, say stars That one is Mars My son Can you say it? New word Today Say stars As they blink all around us Playing starry-eyed games Who would think it astounds us Simply naming their names Turn your eyes From the skies now It's harder David Lucas, once again performing a Maury Yeston song, Maury at the Piano, a song from Maury's show 12345, based on the first five books of the Old Testament, and a song called New Words. You're now uh, teaching in two places. You're, you're yeah. back at your alma mater teaching. You've been teaching there for quite a while, actually, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, it's been very good to me, and I've tried to be good to her. I'm teaching there, I guess, I'll, I took this semester off. I'll be teaching there in the spring, teaching. A course in uh, the great art songs, Fincherreiser, hmm. Dichterlieber. It's nice to study the White well. Album. <laughs> <laughs> you're all, you're also now teaching um, at the BMI workshop. Oh yes, well that's an obligation. Uh, that's an obligation. I was a member of the BMI workshop and sat at at the feet of uh, Lehman, who would pontificate on Mondays on the nature of musical theater and uh, what's wrong with the theater song you just wrote. <laughs> uh, I started there in 1970, and it's a grievous loss that we've all sustained, losing Lehman as we now have, but his spirit and his commitment to new writers and to helping and presenting new writers lives on, and those of us who feel we have uh, 
we have that same impulse in us. And uh, Ed Kleban and, and I and, and Skip Cannon and uh, Alan Menken, Howard Ashman, we're all uh, going to help supervise a, a workshop of, of young writers and, and try to uh, show their work to the world, much in the same way that Lehman and BMI so very kindly helped us and showed our work to the world. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. That's the best memorial possible for him. All music, and all great music, no matter what culture it comes from, uh, 
experience of listening to it and loving it compels me to believe that it creates life in its vitality, in its rhythm, it creates life in sound. And when one writes music, that's what, what one is trying to do. And listening to how anybody in the world made music come to life is a lesson, is a lecture on how you make your own music come to life. listening to Anything Goes with Paul Lazarus, and my guest today has been composer-lyricist Maury Yeston, whose score to nine was Tony Award winner this year. I hope you enjoyed this program and uh, all the many sides of Maury Yeston. Have a very good week, and I'll see you next Sunday. Conclusion of a three-part series devoted to talented composer-lyricist Maury Yeston. Associate producer Jeff London. Anything Goes Backstage with Broadway's Best is produced and hosted by Paul Lazarus. For more information, visit anythinggoespl.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and follow us. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. 
With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.